Hare Krishna, dear devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glory to Shri Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are very fortunate to have uh, His Grace Kalanidhi Kesha Prabhu from Delhi, India. And Prabhuji is going to enlighten us from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, verse, Canto 6, Chapter 3, Verse 13. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, you may take out the call when you are ready. Yeah, uh, thank you Prabhuji. Uh, Dhanvat Pranam to all the devotees. All glories to Srila Prabhupada, all glories to Guru Maharaj. So today we have a very special verse, which is, uh, actually every verse in Bhagavatam is special. So this verse is uh, from Canto 6, Chapter 3, and uh, the verse number is uh, verse number 13. And the chapter itself is uh, very important when we say Yamraj instructs his messengers. So we'll read the verse. And then we can uh, further discuss about it. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Cheva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tatojaya Mudiriyet Nashtaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktar Bhakti Neshtaki So here we have the verse Hyo Nama Bhir Vachi Janam Nijayam Badnati Tantrayam Eva Dhanabir Gaha Yashmai Balanta Ime Nama Karma Nibandha Badhas Chakita Vikanti. I am reading it again. Yonama Pervachi Janamni Najayam Badnati Tantrayam Eva Dama Gaha Yashma Balim Ta Ime Nama Karma Nibandha Baddhas Chakita Vahanti Yonama Bhirvachi Gyanam Nijayam Badnati Tantrayam Eva Dama Gaha Yashmai Balim Ta Ime Nama Karma Nibandha Baddhas Chakita Vihanti. What meaning? Yaha. He. He who. Namabhi. By different names. Vachi. To the Vedic language. Janam. All people. Nijyam. Which has emanated from himself badnati binds tantrayam to a rope eva like damabhi by cords gah bulls yashmai unto whom balim a small a small presentation of taxes they, all of them, Ime, these, Nam Karma, of names and different activities, 
निबंध बाय द ऑब्लिगेशन बद्ध बाउंड चकित बींग फियरफुल वहंती कैरी ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपर्ट बाय हिज डिवाइन रेस इसी भक्ति विधान स्वामी शिलुप्रपात शिलुप्रपात की जय ट्रांसलेशन जस्ट एज द ड्राइवर ऑफ ए ब्लॉक कार्ट टाइज रोक्स थ्रू द नोस्टल्स ऑफ हिज बुल्स टू कंट्रोल दैम द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हैड बाइंड ऑल मैन थ्रू द रोक्स ऑफ हिज वर्ड्स इन द वेदाज which set forth the names and activities of the distinct orders of human society brahmana kshatriya vaishya and shudra in fear the members of these orders all worship the supreme lord by offering him presentations according to their respective activities purport in this material world everyone is conditioned regardless of who he is one may be a human being a demigod or an animal tree or plant but everything is controlled by the laws of nature and behind this natural control is the supreme personality of godhead this is confirmed by bhagavad gita 9.10 वेरन कृष्णा सेस मया अध्यक्षेण प्रकृति सूयते सा चराचरम द मेटीरियल नेचर इज वर्किंग अंडर माय डायरेक्शन एंड प्रोड्यूसिंग ऑल मूविंग एंड नॉन मूविंग बीइंग्स दस कृष्णा इज बिहाइंड द नेचुरल मशीन व्हिच वर्क्स अंडर हिज कंट्रोल अपार्ट फ्रॉम अदर लिविंग एंटिटीज द लिविंग बीइंग्स in the human form of body is systematically controlled by the vedic injunctions in terms of the divisions of varna and ashrama a human being is expected to follow the rules and regulations of varna and ashrama otherwise he cannot escape punishment by yamaraj the point is that every human being is expected to elevate himself to the position of a brahmana the most intelligent man and then one must transcend that position to become a vaishnava this is the perfection of life the brahmana kshatriya vaishya and shudra can elevate themselves by worshiping the lord according to their activities swesve karmani abiratah samsiddhim लबते नरा द डिविजन्स ऑफ वर्णा एंड आश्रमा नेसेसरी टू टू इंश्योर द प्रॉपर एग्जीक्यूशन ऑफ ड्यूटीज एंड पीसफुल एग्जिस्टेंस फॉर एवरी वन बट एवरी वन इज डायरेक्टेड टू वर्शिप द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड हु इज ऑल परवेडिंग ये नर्वम इदम ततम द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड एग्जिस्ट वर्टिकली एंड हॉरिजोंटली औतम प्रोतम एंड देयर फोर if one follows the vedic injunctions by worshiping the supreme lord according to one's ability his life will be perfect as stated in shrimad bhagavatam 1.2.13 atapumphir dvijashrishta varnashrama 
विभागशः स्वानु स्वानुस्थि अस्य धर्मस्य समसिद्धर हरितोषणम ओ बेस्ट अमंग द ट्वाइस बॉन्ड इट इज देयरफॉर कंक्लूडेड दैट द हाईएस्ट परफेक्शन वन कैन अचीव बाय डिस्चार्जिंग हिज प्रिस्क्राइब्ड ड्यूटीज धर्म अकॉर्डिंग टू कास्ट डिविजन्स एंड ऑर्डर्स ऑफ लाइफ is to please the lord hari the vadashrama institution offers the perfect process for for making one eligible to return home back to godhead because the aim of every varna and ashrama is to please the supreme lord one can please the lord under the direction of a bona fide spiritual master and if one does so his life is perfect the supreme lord is worshipable and everyone worships him directly or indirectly those who worship him directly get the results of liberation quickly whereas the liberation of those who serve him indirectly is delayed the words namabhir vachi are very important in the varnashrama institution there are different names brahmana क्षत्रिया वैश्य शूद्र ब्रह्मचारी गृहस्थ वानप्रस्थ सन्यासी द वाक और वैदिक इंजंक्शंस गिव डायरेक्शंस फॉर ऑल दीज डिविजन्स एवरीवन इज एक्सपेक्टेड टू ऑफर ऑबिसेंसेस टू द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड एंड परफॉर्म ड्यूटीज एज इंडिकेटेड इन द वेदास ओम ज्ञानचक्षुर्मिलुतमेंगुरुनाथाधवेतूतम श्री राधा कृष्ण पादान सहगन ललिता श्री विशाखान्वितांश हे कृष्णा कृणा सिंधु दीन बंधु जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कांत राधा कांत नमस्ते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाछाकल्पतरूपेश कृपा सिंधु भये वतिताम पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर शिवसदी गौर भक्त वृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो आई वेलकम अगेन ऑल यू डिवोटीज फॉर बीइंग प्रेजेंट हियर फॉर दिस भागवतम सेशन एंड वी आर डिस्कसिंग अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट चैप्टर हियर व्हिच इज यमराज इंस्ट्रक्ट्स हिज मैसेंजर्स so we have already seen the history how we came to this uh, chapter so here is a person whose name is ajamila and uh, he commits all kind of sins and when we are saying all kind of sins means literally all kind of sins so he has committed everything and so he is destined to rot in the hell and as we see being destined to go to the hellish planets with the orders of the yamraj the yamdutas have come to this person ajamila to take up 
him by the ropes and to take him to the hellish planets. But suddenly, something happens. And that thing is, he, Ajamila here, he chanted the name of Narayana in a very helpless state. Although he was remembering his son, whose name was accidentally Narayana, but we see here, as soon as he chants that name Narayan, immediately for, immediately, uh, for Vishnu Dutas came there. And they stop these Yam Dutas and they, they cut that course which uh, the Yam Dutas had actually tied to take away Ajamila. Right. So we can like imagine a situation here. Uh, for example, like uh, uh, we have uh, uh, some experience um, working in the material world, right? We have our bosses uh, when we are um, going for a job, and then by authority they assign us some task, and we are here to complete that task. Or let's say, like in spiritual world also. Like a special master assigns us some task, and uh, when special master assigns some task, that means you are authorized to do that, right? But but uh, imagine a situation where you are going to perform your task, and somebody comes and stops you. So this is a kind of setback for the Yamdutas. They had never known any authority higher than Yamraj. But here they see, and this, this never happened to them prior to this incident. So this is the first time this happened to that, them that Yamraj ordered something and they could not comply with that. Because some higher people came, Vishnu Dutas came and they forbade Yam Dutas taking away Ajamil's soul. So this was the first time they faced this setback. And as you know, like setbacks are not easy to digest actually. So whenever we are doing something with authority and somebody comes to us and we are very sure that uh, this is the highest authority that we uh, are under, we, that we are working under and they have assigned us some task uh, and nobody is going to stop us because we have the letters and we have all the certification done now. But somebody comes there and stops you. So it's a great setback. And here we see they are coming back to Yamraj and complaining that we always thought that you are the supreme person and even the demigods are under you. Right? But this is the first time we have been stopped. And now we are completely, uh, you know, frustrated. What should we do? We were always thinking that you are the supreme. But somebody came and stopped even your orders. So how will like uh, how should we digest this fact? Right, it's, it's not easy, right? It's a kind of scenario where uh, one judge passes some order and then then some other judge uh, overturns that order, right? So how the living entities will be punished or will be awarded if we have so many authorities in place? Right? Because we were thinking that you are the supreme authority and we need to function as you direct us. But here we see like there's more there's somebody who is more superior to you. 
and and he can actually save people and when we are talking about people a person who is who has done all the nonsenses in his life so they were really frustrated and now it's a yamraj turn to pacify them right and yamraj as we know like his one of uh, our 12 mahajanas and um, the name of the 12 mahajanas is also given by yamraj ji uh, in in bhagavatam only where he says swambhu nar dashambhu komar kapilo manu prahlado jan ko bhishmo balir saya balir so we have these 12 mahajanas and as we count them so swambhu swambhu is uh, we know it is swambhu means brahma ji swambhu narda shambhu narda is nard muni he is one of uh, the acharya then we so first is Maha, uh, sorry first is brahma ji then nard muni swambhu narda shambhu shambhu is bhagwan shiv komar kapilo manu Kumar is the four Kumaras, then Kapila, Kapil Muni, and Manu, Swambhu Manu. So we have already counted six. Remaining six are Parladu, Janko, Bhishma. So Parlad Maharaj, Janak Maharaj, who was the father of Sita Mata, and Bhishma Devji. Three more added. And then next, in the next line, we have three more. Balir, Vaya, uh, sorry, uh, Bali Maharaj, Vayasakir, yani, uh, means uh, the son of Vyasdevji, Sukhdev Goswami, and Vayam. Vayam is uh, Yamraji is referring to himself. So we have these 12 Mahajanas in Bhakti, and Yamraji is one of them. So now it's his time to glorify the Lord. And the very first statement he passes is, if we read here, uh, the verse prior to this is, My dear servants, you have accepted me as the supreme, but factually I am not. So he clarifies that I am not the supreme personality. Rather, it is the supreme personality of Godhead Krishna. And here we see, uh, then he says, if we read the translation again, just as the driver of a bullock cart ties ropes through the nostrils of, a, uh, nostrils of his bulls to control them, the Supreme Personality of Godhead binds all men through the ropes of his words in the Vedas. Right? So, here it is specifically mentioned that uh, Vedas are words of Lord. And uh, we know like um, in Bhagavad Gita also, Krishna states that... Uh, Vedanta Krit, Vedanta Vit Chahan, Aham Sarvasya, Rida Sannivishtu, Mataha Gyanam Apohanam Smriti, Mataha Smriti Gyanam Apohanam Cha. Uh, and then he mentions, um, Vedesha Sarvair, Aham Eva Vedyo, Vedanta Krit, Vedavit Chahan. So Krishna is declaring in Bhagavad Gita that I am the compiler and knower of Vedas. And this statement is again confirmed here that. Uh, Krishna or Supreme Personality of Godhead has given us the Vedas. And then he actually creates these 
just human society and gives different names brahmana kshatriya vaishya and shudra which is in general terms which we call as vard ashram dharm so when we say vard ashram so we have four vanas and four ashramas so when we say uh, four ashram it is uh, brahmachari ashram then grahastha ashram vanprast and then sanyas ashram so ashram basically means taking shelter or ashray taking shelter of the lord so you can take shelter of the lord when you are under your guru completely ascended to the guru as a brahmachari then a person can marry and uh, uh, he can hold the mercy of krishna in the form of a grahastha which is called grahastha ashram a person can receive the mercy of the lord staying in uh, vana and meditating on the lord which is called vanaprastha and ultimately sanyasi sanyasa ashram is there and when we call about when we talk about varna we have four varnas also right which is mm-hmm. it is brahman kshatriya vaishya and shudra so these are called varnas so when we talk about varnas these are called social order in the society and when we talk about ashram it is spiritual order so social order is for any society to be func- for any society to be functional we need certain rules and responsibilities right so all these varnas brahman kshatriya vaishya and shudra these are required for functioning of a society so we call them as social order and we have ashramas to accept the mercy of the lord right to receive mercy of the lord right even even like for example like uh, um if somebody is giving us some juices some nectar we should have something to hold it right so these ashrama whether it is brahmachari ashram grahastha ashram vanaprastha ashram or uh, sanyas ashram this is a kind of you can say glass or a container with which we can hold the mercy of the lord right so these are called spiritual orders so today we will discuss on uh, these uh, varnashrama system only and we'll we'll try try to focus uh, on 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 this system varnashram system which krishna says are given by him uh, given by him only right in bhagavad gita also we know uh, krishna says chaturvarnamaya system guna karma vibhagasha so based on somebody's uh, guna which means quality and karma means actions krishna assigns a particular role and responsibility to a person which is called varnashrama okay so when we talk about varnashrama we can have different uh, criteria we say to distinguish uh, these varnashram systems so first of the classification can be uh, a natural varnashram system right we uh, we see in the society like uh, anywhere we go we have a varna varnashrama system existing right so you go anywhere 
it's not specific to India only. It's a natural system. So you you go to any country. We have some intellectual class. Then we have uh, some um, uh, class of people who are there to protect. Some class of people who are good in business dealings, and some kind of people are good in serving others. So this kind of uh, one ashram system is very natural actually, and is existing in all parts and parts and, and in, in all parts of the world. If we see, and Prabhupada mentions this, uh, like somebody uh, questioned Prabhupada on this one ashram system, and then Prabhupada replied him that uh, even it is like it is even existing in your country. You have scientists, then you have soldiers who protect your country, and then you have uh, big, big business businessmen. These are uh, Vaishyas, and then we see the labor class who are the Shudras. So this, this is very natural. So one type of classification when we see in Varnashrama is a natural classification, and it is existing everywhere in each part of the world, in each and every part of the world. The second type of classification uh, we can say is uh, the Vedic classification, right? Uh, how Varnashramas are classified or um, uh, assigned to a particular person in the Vedic society. So when we see there, in a Vedic society, also we have these, uh, we have this Varnashrama system existing, right? It was existing in the uh, Time of Ramayana, we see many examples there. We we have uh, Kshatriyas there, we have Vaishyas, Yudras there, right? And we have Brahmachari, Sanyasis, Vanpastas there. We have heard about Ramayana, so we have many um, sages there who were in the Sanyas Ashram, right? Lord Ram was also like uh, was one of the Kshatriyas, so this spiritual and social order was even existing then. At the time of Mahabharata also, it was existing, right? And we can see in the dealings of Krishna. So when he was uh, uh, in Gokul, so he was uh, more often, uh, uh, like we can say, belonging to a Vaishya class. Because uh, the people of Gokul were actually uh, engaged in serving the cows and uh, farming. Go Raksha Vanija. Uh, this is how Bhagavatya describes the activities of Avesha. But when he goes to Dwarka, he is uh, acting as a Kshatriya. Right? So this system was existing then also at that point of time. Now, what is the difference between a natural and a Vedic system of Varnashrama is during the Vedic times it was a you can say a, it was a norm that it was designed in a way that in the Gurukula there was a system that the Guru would actually identify to which ashrama or to which varna a particular student belongs to and then 
he will be provided with the paraphernalia or ecosystem so that he can develop those qualities or he can do that kind of work so in the gurukula system the guru will identify at the very earliest stage that this person uh, he is more he has more brahmanical qualities so let me provide the facilities to this person so can so that he can harbor these qualities more and engage himself in those kind of activities more so if we see in the vedic society if we see so vedic culture was able to provide a social system so that the particular kind of qualities or karma can be harbored or can be enhanced right so you identify the qualities and karma to a person and then you provide the facilities right so this is called vedic varnashrama system which was followed uh, in india outside india also uh, because when we say outside india there is no uh, place uh, behind that uh, because if you see uh, i heard uh, in a in a lecture that when we see bharat varsha so bharat varsha means uh, uh, this complete uh, um, area or complete uh, bhumi which is surrounded by oceans so the entire land was called as bharat varsha only because sometimes we receive questions that um, uh, when when you say bharat varsha it's india only no as per shastras bharat varsha means the entire area of the land is called bharat varsha and the current india that we are staying here like that i am staying here in india it's bharat khanda right so bharat varsha bharat khanda aryavarte so when we uh, do some kind of uh, puja or uh, uh, some sort of these uh, ceremonies we we speak like this so this current india is a part of bharat khanda otherwise the whole land area over earth was called bharat varsha so it was very uh, in vedic system it was very uh, easy to implement right and then what happened uh, because it's it's a simple way of thinking that after marriage if a brahmana is uniting with a brahmani right <clears throat> then they will attract a soul which is more brahmanical in nature in a similar way if a shudra is uniting with a shudrani then they will attract a soul which is more shudra in nature so this is how it became a norm that it became a process that son of a brahmana would be brahmana son of a shudra would be a shudra son of a vaishya would be a vaishya and son of a kshatriya would be a kshatriya and they will be provided those kind of facilities right so we see like uh, as soon as uh, um, in in the in the kingdoms when somebody is born they will categorically categorically be uh, given the title of prince or king right because they are also kshatriya because they are uh, they came into existence by unite by the union of uh, kshatriya father and kshatriya mother 
so this is how vedic uh, one ashram system, system developed so this is the process but this was not completely dependent on the birth at the time of vedic society so if somebody is coming as a, uh, a son of brahmana and ramni uh, by the union of these two and but does not have the qualities he will degrade down right so this is called vedic varnashram system but uh, like as we have as we uh, are like discussing slowly and steadily it became a norm it doesn't matter if you have the required uh, qualities or not if you are born of a brahmana father you will be a brahmana if you are born of a shudra father you will be shudra and this is how the vedic varnashram system was replaced by asuri varnashram system which is currently being followed in, in most parts of the india right and prabhat says is like i have uh, listening to a lecture from prabhat and he was saying like now um, it is not even practiced in, in india it is completely lost varnashram system right so now it has become caste based so even a person is uh, and 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 there is no system of enhancing a particular quality right if somebody is having uh, brahmana quality or kshatriya quality or uh, shudra quality or mercantile quality all will go through the same kind of syllabus all will go through the same kind of schooling uh, no difference in education right so this is called asuri varnashrama system okay so should we forego varnashram system if it has become so much asuric in iskon particularly we see that uh, in the initial days of the uh, like uh, iskon uh, varnashram system was uh, um, not given that kind of importance by shilapurupat because when we see uh, varnashram system is supportive or conducive for bhakti but uh, we cannot say like it is absolute necessity for bhakti because bhakti is transcendental it does not depend on uh, uh, like um, if a if, if a person is following varna or ashrama because bhakti is completely transcendental so there is no absolute necessity all the of varnashram system in, in bhakti but yeah it is conducive to bhakti it supports the bhakti right so we see uh, this is the last thing uh, that prabhat initiated in this con and today we have lot of focus uh, we see in is um, con uh, worldwide there is a lot of focus being given to one ashrama system right how um, and any practical examples of one ashrama system so we see uh, we have many farm communities uh, many schools right even uh, many uh, goindas restaurants right um, which are serving as a uh, models for varnashrama system because they are giving uh, education to the people they are making them materially comfortable their lives material comfortable as well as spiritually elevated right we have uh, like uh, gurukulas setting up of gurukulas setting up of uh, farm communities so that people become 
spiritually elevated uh, but sideways they also gain materially so these are some of the models that that currently are being developed in in, in iscon right the, the kind of term that uh, uh, mostly is used in iscon is because uh, we cannot follow asuri one ashram system right the kind of system that uh, Prabhupada uh, wanted to establish in Inscon or uh, the devotees worldwide are trying to implement in Inscon is Devi Vanashtama system. Now what is the Devi Vanashtama system? Sorry, just a minute. Sorry. So when we talk about Devi Varnashrama system, here if we read the purport, Prabhupada is mentioning Okay. Okay. Uh, a human being is expected to follow the rules and regulations of Varna and Ashrama. Otherwise, he cannot escape punishment by Yamraj. The point is that every human being is expected to elevate himself to the position of a Brahmana. So first, Prabhupada is saying that everybody should try to elevate himself to the level of Brahmana. Right? So in uh, Vedic age, it was very difficult. The norm was, if you follow your life as a Shudra perfectly, then the next life you will become a Vaishya. If you follow your Vaishya regulations and duties very nicely, then the next life, in, then in the next life you will become a Kshatriya. And if you, if you follow your Kshatriya duties very diligently, then you will become a Brahmana. So it was, it was, very, it, it was a very slow process. Right? But here, Prabhupada is saying that we all should try to elevate ourselves to the position of Brahmana the most intelligent men and then one must transcend, transcend that position to become a Vaishnava. This is the perfection of life. The Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya and Shudra can elevate themselves by worshipping the Lord according to their activities. So here Prabhupada is mentioning about Devi Vadashrama system. So whatever kind of equities or qualities you have in your respective qualities, framework of qualities and activities, you must worship the Supreme Lord. So when we connect the Varnashrama system and we add Krishna in it, it becomes Devi Varnashrama system. When any activities done by any Varna or Ashrama are for the satisf are for the satisfaction of Krishna, it becomes Devi Varnashrama system. We are not referring to Asuri Varnashrama system where a person is just working, working, working. Uh, some somebody is a priest, maybe a priest, or somebody is inte intellectual uh, type of person, and is just uh, overthinking on some mundane topics, generating some uh, uh, ideas, but there is nowhere any connection with Krishna. 
It's called Asuri Manashram system. But Trupad is saying here, themselves by worshipping the Lord according to their activities. So any kind of activities you are doing, but you are doing it for the worship of the Lord. The divisions of Varna and Ashrama are necessary to ensure the proper execution of duties and peaceful existence for everyone. But everyone is directed to worship the Supreme Lord who is all-pervading. And we see like in, in ISKCON like we have many people, uh, some are uh, and this, this is being followed in ISKCON as well, right? When we say about natural Varna Ashrama system, uh, it is being followed, right? We have many people who are intellectually very sound, who are there to make the policies. We have many people who are uh, strong enough to protect. We have uh, many devotees uh, who are very um, like uh, smart in uh, managing the pe managing people, right? Or uh, uh, very strong administrators. So Shatriya class is there in ISKCON, right? <coughs> then we have many people who are who have uh, intelligence. Uh, which is very uh, astute when it comes to financial decisions. So these are the Vaishyas. And then we have many labor class people who just serve the other uh, three in Iskon. These are the Shudras. But the aim of all these activities is to serve and give pleasure to the Lord. And this is how it becomes a Devi one Ashrama system. If you read further, Prabhupada is mentioning the Supreme Lord exists vertically and horizontally and therefore if one follows the Vedic injunctions by worshipping the Supreme Lord according to one's ability, his life will be perfect. So any kind of ability you have, even if you are a Shudra, Vaishya, <coughs> Kshatriya, Brahmana or any kind of Ashram you are in, whether Brahmachari Ashram, Grihastha Ashram, Vanaprastha Ashram or Sanyas Ashram with one's ability one must try to worship the Lord and that will make his life perfect. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 1.2.13 it's a very important verse we should all try to learn it by heart. Ataha Pumbhir Dvijashreshta Vadashrama Vibhagashaha Swanu, Swanusti Asya Dharmasya Samsiddhar Haritoshnam. O best among the twice born, it is therefore concluded that the highest perfection one can achieve by discharging his prescribed duties, dharma, according to caste division and order of life, is to please Lord Hari. So, you may be in any social order of life or any kind of spiritual order of life. There is no distinction, right? And the aim of any kind of activity you are performing is some Siddhar Haritoshnam. It should be for the satisfaction of the Lord. This is called Devi Vana Ashrama system. So we have already discussed about four kind of classifications that we have for Vadashrama. One is natural. So naturally we see like this Vadashrama system existing. Second is Vedic. Third one is 
Asuri, one ashram system, and then we have this Devi, one ashram system. And as a devotee, as a part of this community, we have the responsibility to work for the society, help our leaders establish this Vodashrama system and keeping it intact. Right? We are not following any caste-based system because you like we, we know like in ISKCON, we are not following any caste-based system. The only system that is being followed is Devi Vanashrama system. So as a devotee, we should be aware of what is a uh, Vanashrama system. We should not be, uh, you can say, uh, uh, we should not be like uh, dealing with anybody based on what birth the person was having, right? So based on the birth status, we should not deal with devotees. It's a great offense. So every devotee in ISKCON, whether he is serving as an administrator, whether he is serving as a, uh, like serving the other classes, whether he is a, a brahmana, all the aim of all these activities is to, is to serve the Lord, to give pleasure to the Lord. So we should always keep this in mind and we should honor all the devotees on the same level. Obviously, like we know, like we have a different uh, classification of devotees as well. We have uh, Madhyam Adhikari, Uttam Adhikari and then we have Kanishta Adhikari and we have different dealings with them. But we should not be uh, categorizing devotees based on the caste in which they were born into. So in a similar way, like we see uh, in ISKCON, like uh, because Prabhupada gave, gave us such beautiful purpose and uh, such clear understanding. That's why we see like where we do not have any distinctions uh, when it comes to devotional life. Nobody gets a preference. Right. So imagine a world like where we go to temple and uh, we are denied something. Um, and, and the Pujari says, see, you are from uh, such and such born out ashrama, so uh, somebody is preferred over you. So this kind of system is not being followed, right? And this is because of uh, Prabhupada's clear understanding and how he has given his clear understanding through his books and purports. So we'll stop here and we can um, discuss on any comments and uh, if you have any questions? Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Yes, thank Prabhuji. you so much for a wonderful class, Prabhuji, and explaining about the uh, Varnashram and uh, the nowadays we have this caste system and um, and it's going to be followed the uh, Varnashram. I was not clear about like when you said uh, uh, Prabhupada did not follow like Varnashram or like maybe I misunderstand. Can you repeat that point Prabhupada? 
No, so my point was, uh, uh, I, I didn't say that Prabhupada didn't follow Varnashram system. I, I said like initial days, in initial days, uh, the focus was not that much on Varnashram system. Because earlier, uh, the focus was uh, basically on establishing the systems. But on later parts of, uh, uh, like when, when Prabhupada was, uh, uh, had already established ESCON and uh, we had some temples, then he started focusing on uh, Varnashrama. But this was one thing that was taken at the last. And the point that I mentioned is, it is not an absolute necessity for devotees. But yes, it is conducive to Bhakti. Because Bhakti is transcendental. So a bhakta is not a grahastha uh, or sannyasi or brahmachari. Uh, a bhakta is a bhakta. Right? But it is conducive. Because we, if we do some services under the guidance, because if, if we see what Prabhupada mentions here is uh, the Varnashramas institution offers the perfect process for, for making one eligible to return home back to Godhead because the aim of every Varna and Ashrama is to please the Supreme Lord. One can please the Lord under the direction of a bona fide spiritual master. And if one does so, his life is perfect. So this means when you are under the shelter of a bona fide spiritual master and you are performing any kind of these Varna or Ashrama, because see, if uh, it's how it is conducive, because uh, we are sadhak bhaktas. But for bhakti, whenever Prabhupada mentions bhakta or bhakti or devotee, uh, Prabhupada is also referring to pure devotee. Right? So whenever we see in any kind of purport, Prabhupada is saying devotee, this means pure devotee. But for at, at least for the level of uh, sadhaka bhakta, we need to have some institution. Right? Mm -hmm. So what kind of activities why, uh, we need to perform, what, how, uh, what kind of ment uh, like qualities we should develop. So that's how it is conducive. Otherwise, uh, if this institution of Varnashrama is not there, then uh, we may uh, become sluggish with, with no activities, no action. Uh, does that help, Prabhuji? Yes, Prabhuji. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, Prabhuji, try to, uh, like, you know, later, as you said, like, you know, um, establish the Varnashram system and he mm -hmm. wanted uh, everybody to be a Brahmana. Right. Right. Uh, right. So if if somebody is not the Brahmana basically and you mm -hmm. know just the devotee, then what do we consider them like you know in which uh, uh, Varnashram they are in? So again uh, if I say uh, it's a kind of institution but it is not a necessity for bhakti right when Prabhupada went to west he said i am here uh, to seek for the brahmana brahmanas so do we find brahmanas in west no brahmana means intellectual class who can think of uh, uh, who i am uh, what is my relationship with the lord right so brahmana is he knows he who knows that i am not uh, this body and soul right so Brahmana means intellectual class. So it is not birth-based anyhow. Right? And when a person is a devotee, so he is, that's why like we have this verse. So doesn't mean, doesn't like necessarily mean like if he is a Brahmana, Shudra, Vaishya or a mercantile class, the aim is to serve the Lord. And a Vaishnava is uh, many times higher than a Brahmana. 
when we say in social order so when uh, when we when you when when somebody becomes a vaishnava he has already has surpassed all the uh, varnashrama that's 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 why it's not uh, an absolute necessity for devotees to be in some kind of uh, social or spiritual order right because we always uh, listen to it that uh, when one becomes a devotee it means directly uh, watering the roots right there's no uh, separate necessity to water each and every plant right to uh, to serve a uh, different part and parcels because you are directly serving the lord right but although having said so uh, prabhupada is saying that it's it is conducive so even if somebody is not on a brahmana level he will he can be, he will become a brahmana he will become a vaishnava because uh, krishna mentions in bhagavad gita uh, i'm not remembering the verse that uh, um even if some person such such a person commits an offenses uh, these are to be like sadhure hi manyate right so he, he should still be considered a sadhu if somebody is uh, giving all the fruits of his actions to krishna uh, and, and working as per the wills of as, as per the will of krishna ரைட் so we should not uh, tag this term to some specific uh, uh, set of mind right but it's a class of devotee only because all the devotees they get up early in the morning they chant the names of the lord so they are much higher than brahmana so we should do try to do things in the mode of goodness right that that is one thing that prabhupada like uh, wants us all to uh, try to inculcate right more attentive in doing japa uh, any kind of service we are doing doesn't matter uh, but yes we should be very thoughtful while while serving the devotees while serving the vaishnavas prayeshna Yes. Yes. If anybody else has any question, you can ask. Hare Krishna, Prabhupada. Please accept my humble obeisances. Yes, Prabhupada. For glory to Shri Prabhupada and Guru Mahal. Nice class and nice topic today, Prabhupada. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Prabhupada. Yes. And one more point that I would like to mention is, uh, just why, like, even if somebody is not a Brahmana by caste, or by uh, like or uh, not uh, uh, doing a specific kind of duty in his con right still we have brahman initiation so <laughs> uh, brahman initiation means uh, the person has attained some kind of uh, purity right and understanding on the shastras so even if uh, that person is a um, is working in the kitchen or is giving lectures uh, very intellectual or um, is very expert in administrative class 
still he is getting a brahmana initiation right so this means like developing more uh, purity right yes uh, brahmana means uh, who is ready to serve the lord directly so it's not a tag which is given uh, to a specific kind of man but it's a it's a kind of man who has these qualities it doesn't matter like what kind of activities he is doing or what kind of qualities he has he has but if the aim of those these qualities and activities is to please the lord uh, that is the principle we are focusing on it doesn't matter like if you are doing or serving as a brahmana or not we have uh, people serving in the kitchen who are brahmani brahman initiated we have administrative people who are very strong administrator in iskon brahman initiated we have um, people just serving the other people brahman initiated and we have strong uh, uh, like intellectually very strong people sound people brahman initiated it's specifically the principle that we are focusing on right yeah yes yeah, so yeah, i uh, like uh, what i understood i think it can be a self realized start and the end of the uh, services what you commit to the lord so maybe it can be summarized in this way right prove if i know yeah wrong. yeah sort of right of yeah and the last line is very important some some said the haritoshnam so whatever activities you are performing it is for the pleasure of the lord and so uh, can these activities activities be uh, uh, whimsical no prabhupad is mentioning some siddhar toshnam haritoshnam means these should be for the pleasure of the lord and second thing is it should be under the guidance of a spiritual master so these two things are important all right yes lord thank you hari krishna hari krishna prabhu thank you okay if there are no questions we can conclude the call for today hari krishna prabhu ji madarat pranam yes. yes mataji all glory to the guru maharaj thank you so much for the wonderful class and i have two points which you can stress uh, on a little bit one is that you said krishna consciousness is transcendental the uh, the, the meaning uh, right. you know how we are, how we can understand is transcendental that's one question and second hmm. you mentioned in your class about bharatvarsh you know whole earth planet bhumi right. bharatvarsh but that sometimes right. in in the kaliva age we are living in and hmm. when you know it is hard for us to understand because Uh, all over the world there are different nationalities and there are some places where they don't have i know the uh, you know north like thailand and many other places they mm. have dtes and some uh, vedic uh, uh, insight is there even in china mm. and other places but right. it's not there all over the world i mean it's it's adjoining to that area uh, connecting to india mm-hmm. so how do we understand that even america and you know other part of the world europe and uh, so many islands and everything is uh, you know like a bharatvarsh so mm-hmm. if you can explain that also a little bit uh, yeah thank you hari krishna hari krishna mataji yes mataji when we say bhakti bhakti is transcendental right so bhakti doesn't need anything in itself but still uh, prabhupad gave us gave us this institution because we know like uh, we as kalyuga prani uh, we do not have that capacity right to or we do not have that apparatus to hold bhakti so that that's why some system is there right in a way like education itself is transcendental right but still we have schools still we have class system to hold that right so bhakti is transcendental devotees are transcendental 
uh, still the management is not transcendental. So to run such a big organization, management is required, service is required, administrative power is required, everything is required. Right? So we can do bhakti uh, alone as well, sitting at our home, uh, but this whole organization is gone, that we say is conducive to our bhakti. Are you getting my point, Mantaji? So, so this is how bhakti is transcendental, but you need an apparatus which is called uh, a system which is helpful. Uh, Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Yes, Mataji. Yes, Prabhuji. Uh, sorry because I, uh, you know, the bell rang <laughs> and I okay. was not able to catch up. If you can please repeat what you said and I had to change the door. I'm just saying that Bhakti is in itself, yes, Bhakti itself in itself is transcendental. It does not require anything. But as uh, like we are born of Kali Yuga, we are product of Kali Yuga. We need something uh, to support our bhakti, right? And this is uh, why Prupat created this whole institution, which is called ISKCON. So bhakti in, uh, like, uh, uh, is transcendental, but uh, a whole lot of management, a whole lot of administrative things are required to run such a great organization, right? So whenever management comes, it is not transcendental, but still management is required uh, because it is this whole society is required because it is conducive to, to our bhakti. It supports bhakti, right? Uh, you can uh, uh, understand this with an example that uh, uh, we say that. Uh, can I, uh, can yes, I yes. interrupt a little bit in this uh, if you don't yes, mind? Yes, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, please. Only I want yes. to share one small thought which I heard, you know, um, from some other classes. Ji, ji. Even like if you, when you were referring to the management, uh -huh. then you know that is right. Uh, uh -huh. Even it is said like you know, whoever is the president of the temple, you know, uh -huh. the next life what they are going to get is the dog life. So I'm just writing <laughs> this because you know, uh, and maybe the management members. Also, not everyone, but uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. they're included because again, it becomes a company, right? right. Uh, it becomes a, a normal company, not a temple. So there, there were I, I thought I should, uh, you know, share something, but <laughs> your yeah. laugh uh, made me understand what you understood. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm just giving an example. I, I, I was, uh, yeah, you, uh, because sometimes like we need to do a lo whole lot of offenses when we are on uh, management. Uh, thing, but if we don't do that, if we don't stop anybody uh, from doing uh, wrong things and uh, uh, not following the norms actually in ISKCON, then uh, it it may lead to havoc actually. So having so many devotees in one place and still um, uh, they are following the rules and regulations, this means some management is required. If we don't stop somebody from uh, uh, violating the, these rules and regulations. Obviously, like we may feel that it's an offense because we are stopping a Vaishnava from doing something, but somebody has to take this, that onus actually uh, to, to have that offenses. So this is completely fine. And the example that I was referring to, like uh, uh, it is said that 99.9% .9 of our bhakti is dependent on, on our japa, right? Uh, most of us have heard this point, right? 
then uh, what does that mean? Does that mean like other things are not important? No, all other things are conducive. Taking prasadam is conducive. Taking prasadam at a at a like in a, in an optimum quantity is conducive for bhakti because if it eat too much, will sleep, will not do japa. Right? Then uh, association of devotee is con conducive. Although Harinam is independent, it is uh, uh, transcendental. But all these things, the uh, sangha that we have, the pashadam that we have, uh, the full following rules and regulations that we have, it is all conducive to bhakti. In a similar way, Varnashrama system, although uh, bhakti is not dependent on Varnashrama system, it is conducive. It keeps us regulated. Right? For example, if we take an example of uh, uh, marriage, right? Uh, Agrahasta Ashram, right? If a person is having uh, some kind of um, tendency, right, to enjoy a woman or for a woman to enjoy a man, so the Vedic society or, or Krishna himself, I would say, has given us this institution of marriage in which these desires can be satiated simultaneously we are not violating the rules and regulations so this uh, whole Varnashrama system is to regulate us right so this is how it regulates us it's, it's a prime example if we don't have this uh, institution of marriage it will be like dogs and cats will be like will be acting like that but Marriage institution is right, uh, there so that we can enjoy our tendency as well as we can progress in bhakti, right? So this is how it is supportive. But uh, other like uh, again, bhakti is transcendental, but these things are conducive. I, I hope uh, uh, it is clear. Prabhuji, thank you so much, and also Nikunraj Prabhuji for the clarification. Yeah. Very nice. Prabhuji, the second part of the question, if you can uh, answer then. Yeah, second part of the question, Mataji. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, uh, I can give you a link uh, if you can uh, go through that. Uh, because uh, uh, so it's because I, I was uh, like, uh, during Ram Naomi, I was listening to a lecture from uh, uh, his guest, Amog Lila Prabhu. So uh, he mentioned about, uh, it is just to uh, answer your question. He mentioned about like, uh, during that lecture, he mentioned about uh, 30 to 40 countries uh, where there was a link to Rama and Sita. And those were not only those countries which, are, which, are, which were uh, adjacent to India, even Rome, uh, European countries. So there were many countries he mentioned there. But just to uh, cut it short, uh, yes, uh, when we say as per Shastra, there's one, only one uh, piece of land and that further it is uh, segregated into different uh, zones actually right so initially it was a uh, one land zone and then it is uh, uh, you can say uh, different pieces were there now uh, are there now and uh, it is separated by sea levels like um, we have uh, so many oceans uh, separating these landmarks currently but earlier it was uh, just one land so and, and this is Bharat Khanda where we are currently residing, uh, which is the most prominent in the whole Bharat Varsha. Right? So maybe these, uh, all these things were not that developed uh, because the whole uh, uh, 
you can say civilization was near ganges and uh, the holy places that we currently have in india but uh, the whole uh, uh, landmass mass was called bharat varsha only and i can i can share you that link mataji uh, if uh, you can go through that it's a very prabhuji uh, you know i sorry you know linking two things to this question one yes, is lord yes. satanya says that you know you spread this all over the world mm-hmm. right he gave instructions right. to prabhupad and there is like you know and prabhupad in the bhagavad gita says that you know you're not this body and uh, you know designation and black white this and that so these right. big big acharyas shila prabhupad you know uh, and mm-hmm. uh, so many of our other have mentioned this and mm-hmm. uh, when you mentioned in your class today i was thinking that you know i've heard this so many times but can i just get a proof somehow <laughs> so you know i can understand that we should not be uh, connected because i remember one time even bhakti charu maharaj who left his body during the time of corona he came mm-hmm. to a program and he said that uh, you know how the vision is it's amazing uh, he said uh, i see all black heads mm-hmm. <laughs> but next time when i come from india and imagine mm-hmm. he came to india uh, in uh, to this florida deland he had set up a very nice uh, you know cow sanctuary here and uh, mm-hmm. he came here because uh, you know he said that i had started this and all this uh, disease is going on i'm not bother about that but mm-hmm. i don't want that you know like uh, you know how they say the leader has to also participate right right in this world the politicians and kings they just sit back and they send age you know subordinates so he was such an example then he came and then you know it was material world disease so much things are there but of course his you know everything was very transcendental his uh, passing away everything but the point is like he was so concerned uh, and i just went off track so it really helps us to be in our preaching because what happens is like we are living in a country where you know uh, the psychology how it works is that we try to have more affinity towards the indians because everywhere we see american people Right. you know yeah. we think that okay you know the culture is different the e- eating is different and you know some of them are atheistic but you know we have to go beyond all this because mm-hmm. if you know in the shastras that the whole planet was bharat bhumi we should be so proud then we are part of that uh, you know that uh, uh, india uh, mm-hmm. which is also called bharat bhumi uh, you know like uh, right. uh, so right. like that way it you know we can more uh, seriously understand the message of our acharyas that you know we have to go beyond caste creed everything nationality and wherever we go you know we should preach have books of propaganda and go ahead and uh, you know spread this mission right yes so, mataji yeah, yeah i really like the amod amogila uh, prabhu ji is uh, this thing but please send link and i will yeah, share yeah. the link to the everyday chant also for other devotees because sometimes you know what happens like there was one mataji uh, she mm-hmm. said i had to read 12 books of propaganda Mm-hmm. to understand uh, 12 books different small big you know to understand mm-hmm. that is krishna really the supreme personality of godhead <laughs> now mm-hmm. she is initiated devotee she is uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah to understand i mean to and yeah. proper of that he says don't blindly believe right right you have to be of everything when you get proof you have faith when you have faith then you'll be able to execute it uh, with more confidence you know right right and mother yeah. it's like we see like uh, everything is coming from sanatana right sanatana dharma yeah. when we see and we and we we can see it like uh, with a prime example like if, even if we uh, see uh, we already talked about uh, one ashrama right so we have 
ashramas, sorry, we have varnas, where we can see like we have natural varnas, right? But we have ashramas also, right? Uh, we have grasta in, in any religion of the world. We have marriage system. Like whether it is a Muslim religion or Christian. So this system is already there, which is being followed. So origin must be one, right? It, 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 it appeared. And, and uh, in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is exactly saying that Chaturvana uh, Maya system, that system, that this system was uh, uh, given by him only. And it is being followed like uh, in any part of the world, in any and every part of the world. This means like uh, <laughs> initially, like every part uh, of the world was uh, actually one. Yes, yes. Very true. And then, you know, like the word we use, Grahamedi. Grahamedi is not the word. You know, the word ashram, ashram doesn't yes. come in the word Grahamedi. That's the opposite right, of right. Uh, you know where there are right. who right. are uh, carrying their life with sense gratification. There are no right. devotees. You know sometimes right. there is ob obviously situations of partial. You know where the husband is not taking, a wife is not taking. But still, right. I think that home is also a, a grahastha ashram because Krishna's worship is going on there. Right, right. Both are not favorable. Like, uh, 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 if there is a deviation, uh, there must be the core uh, thing available. So if we see uh, so many Grahamedis in the world, there must uh, be some uh, intact Ghrastha Ashram should be there earlier. So because uh, these are the deviations when we see about Grahamedi, it's, it's a deviation which is being mentioned in the, which is mentioned in the uh, like Bhagavatam itself, right? So when you are not following the Ghrastha Ashram, then you become a Grahamedi. So we see like in um, many parts of the world, like people are now uh, Grahamedis. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it, they came uh, uh, from uh, Ghrastha only, but when when they deviated, they became Grahamedi in, in that sense. And, and also, Prabhuji, connecting to this, uh, also like we talk about the four pillars, right? Kali. Right. Uh, when the story of Parikshit Maharaj is there, Kali said, where do I go? And, oh. you know, Kali was into these four, uh, four things they were put, which were like breaking the regulative principles. So now in the Grahamedi, where there is, uh, you know, some uh, Kali has entered, you know, so uh, in the sense that of course, uh, when there are devotees, say a householder, they are so much addicted to having tea, family members. But then there are other people also in the family who are not having tea. They are having milk or juice in the morning or whatever. So right. then, you know, like that family is like partially. Somewhere there is Kali is there, you know, in the form of intoxication. So probably with time everything will become okay. That's what we can understand, right? Because it's like sometimes, you know, we uh, like... I personally think that there are a lot of families where, um, uh, you know, there is not perfect grahastha, grahastha ashram. And see, when we talk about grahastha ashram, Prabhuji, like we also say, like, you know, sex is for begetting children. So it's actually yes. really an ashram life. Because if other, other uh, you know, places you go, like, uh, you know, uh, Hindu temple, Chinmaya temple, there are many other organizations. They don't really follow all this. I don't know whether, they, you know, they have the exact meaning of it. But Srila Prabhupada has given us actually the meaning what ashram is. Right. Yes, right from your marriage life, conceiving the child, you know, everything comes under that. It's so disciplined and there's no sense pleasure whatsoever for oneself, but it's all for the pleasure of Krishna. So that is the, you know, uh, net this thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we should be uh, actually very grateful to our Acharyas especially Prabhupada, uh, 
he has given us this system. Uh, actually, it is already there. Uh, but um, if we see Bhagavad Gita as well, uh, Krishna mentions there that uh, I gave this knowledge to uh, Vivaswan and then it, it lost. Uh, so same way like uh, uh, this knowledge was given to Arjuna and then it lost. So Prabhupada is here like who manifested all this knowledge to us. So, Through his book. Yeah, so uh, Prabhupada has given us, uh, already like this is given by Krishna himself, but uh, uh, he gave us this knowledge. He is the founder. So we should be very, very, very grateful to him in that sense. Yes, yes, yes. And also like, you know, our Acharya is so great, like in the sense, what I mean, like I, I just mentioned to you about a family being partially Grahastha, uh, maybe, you know, mix. So like if you think, like Srila Prabhupada's wife used to take tea, right? Right. So Firbi is coming from a background, it's not like wife is following everything, you know. And then also we are so, uh, I mean he's coming, like my point is he's coming from a background where his wife is taking tea and one point, you know, he was so much like thinking, dreaming and wanting to follow his Guru Maharaj's uh, order that, you know, in a very jokingly he put it in forward. He didn't even, he must have just, and he knew that the sons can take care. Like some people will say, oh, Prabhupada left his wife and children. No, he settled his whole family. They have right. to read Amrit and to know exactly what Prabhupada did. And then he knew that now the mother can stay. Maybe Vanaprasa can stay with the sons. So I think he casually must have said, do you want tea or that, you know. And I was thinking, what if she chose that, no, I want you Prabhupada, not tea. I will, I will leave tea for you. Then, <laughs> so, you know, we have to understand when we have situations in a family, where there are people who are not following, but mm. they are not following and that, that's okay. You know, it's, uh, it's Krishna's uh, thing to worry about, you know. Uh, yeah. But, uh, and, and then of course, uh, like, you know, that seed in Srila Prabhupada was sown right from his birth. When his father, mother, they used to do Aarti and, you know, he did Rath Yatra. So many things he did. So he had started like, just like Prahlad Maharaj. He says the age of five, you know, when actually we put our children to... Uh, uh, the this uh, schools which the Prabhupada called like slaughterhouses. Yes. Prabhupada called the schools of today slaughter. The schools we are putting in, we should not put our children in schools which are like a normal school. We should put our children in schools which are like another ashram. Yes, Mataji, and that's why like we have like many projects uh, going on, and devotees are uh, taking initiative to have uh, their own schools. Actually, Prabhuji, like I really worry because you know I have daughters. I have two daughters, and I was wondering later on my daughter gets married. And then, you know, like I have gone through the system where I put them in the public school and it was not a very good experience. And mm -hmm. both of them didn't uh, have a good time. So I was thinking that in future, you know, when Krishna's uh, mercy, when I become a grandmother or whatever, then the children are there. I will not, uh, you know, grandchildren, even if they have to study in India or whatever they have to do, but right. not put them in a normal school. Because, you know, there is, I mean, we have to follow uh, our Mahajans like Prahlad Maharaj and even Srila Prabhupada was given that basic thing from his parents and um, because of that such a strong foundation was there, Vedic foundation at home right, um, and his Guru Maharaj of course, his, he, he met his Guru Maharaj so it was like, you know, he Hindi mein, Sone pe suhaga. <laughs> you know, yeah, his, Guru Maharaj, his parents were so this thing and then his situation was so perfect that he was, uh, even if he lived a whole life, I wonder I think people asked me his, did his sons also follow or uh, did they become uh, initiated? Prabhupada's sons. I know the, uh, the wife was very much following Prabhupada. She would go to Prabhupada for all the problem and uh, his uh, 
उनका जो जैसे क्या लगे वो जिया जी लगे या ब्रदर इन डाइवोर्स यू <laughs> so there was no concept of uh, divorce in that uh, that time even if uh, he was having uh, non veg so she would cook and second thing like so yeah yeah uh, great example actually when she was a problem she went to her brother and said he says no no you don't worry you cook everything meat and all but right. you give him rice rice lot have meat you give him salad right you know so was explained to her and she actually really followed the you know that uh, right. thing yes and and his whole family also followed they they all are vaishnavas and even uh, we should be grateful to prabhupad's wife as you mentioned like she didn't choose uh, chose uh, uh, she didn't choose actually prabhupad <laughs> so that's why we have prabhupad here with with uh, all of us in all the temples uh, as a founder acharya parents if you think of it like he got because us time pe kya hota tha his mother said that i will commit suicide i will go in the ganga something if you don't have have the daughter married so you know mm. they had the vedic values the parents had but then right. you know they got their daughter married to a so and so person who's the son in law of the family was not following and then of mm. course um, they didn't find the spouses for their children shila prabhat's mm. parents which were coming from like very vedic background you know what i mean right, right. They, they were like i mean vedic i would say like at least they become at least they're vegetarian but that right. was not the case. but they got them married but the Uh, the thing is that there um, because prabhupad was there na mm-hmm. everything became okay you know just like we say that if one person nicely follows then seven generations are you know it doesn't matter in the family brother sister spouse brother who is a devotee or not mm-hmm. but if one follows then it has a very solid impact on others right yes ma'am yes ma'am so yes, even if like we have many examples um, and today is is con as well where where we have uh, wives completely following the system and um, husbands not ready to follow uh, but uh, they are serve, if they serve them nicely uh, one day it will have yeah. impact yeah it will have impact and if and if I, it will not have impact uh, like we have pralad maharaj yeah so when uh, hrida kashpu was killed so pralad maharaj asked for uh, forgiveness uh, from uh, lord nasinga that please deliver him and uh, nothing that says uh, he is your father he is already delivered and 21 generations of yours are already delivered so this is the impact of deliver harana kashipu then you know yeah. <laughs> there are so many small versions in our family we see i mean who are not devotees and yeah. things yeah. <laughs> yeah we yeah. all have this but uh, yeah 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 it's it's amazing how krishna gets happy you know like and you know prabhu ji one more thing is there actually sometimes when the mataji the devotees no it is more easier because they will definitely once they have touched this krishna consciousness to their heart you know they right. will come to prasadam and right. they will take prasadam like anything for the family but then right. the reverse scenario is little bit difficult because what happens now say the wife is not following then how do you respond so right. but one thing good if the wife is even uh, making prasadam for the husband suppose she is eating onion garlic you know she wants to eat out also whatever but she is right. cooking for her husband so she will get the sukruti that way but it's little bit difficult and i have actually seen yes. some yes. divorces also in the situation like that 
Yes. There, yes. Are, there was one devotee recently. He separated from his wife because, you know, she was cooking for him, but then she would not leave non-veg. She would not, and they became totally on a parallel track. And she would say a lot of things to him. I don't want to take a name that you know. You don't have to do like two hours rounds. You don't. She would nag him a lot. You know. So then he mm-hmm. kind of separated out. Luckily, they didn't have children, so that's a good good thing. So. Yeah. But if the Mataji becomes devotee, like you said, it's very positive that the... It's easy. It's easy. It's because the Matajis have impact on the children as well. So, yeah. even if after a few years of marriage, if, even if the husband is not following, uh, she can have her own, uh, like her own uh, community within the house. So, yeah. like, let's say, like, uh, she's, ha- she's having two children, then all that she has following, one is exception. The husband is an exception, exception list, actually. Because I know one Prabhuji whose wife got married and, uh, uh, you know, uh, her husband took her to the, like, uh, on the birthday, he says, I'll, I'll give you a surprise. He took her to the temple. She was shocked. She started to go to cinema. And then what happened, yeah. slowly, slowly, she also became a devotee. Because he would go with cinema to her and he would get into the temple, you know. So eventually what happened, higher taste took over. Right, right. So yeah. Yeah, there are cases like that, even some devotee uh, Prabhuji's. So it's more like, you know, uh, uh, like soul level, you know. It's not like a male-female, I feel, uh, or Mataji's yeah. or husband's wife. But it's more like uh, if both have to be, eventually they'll be. And then sometimes, you know, they take longer time. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. Thank Mataji. you so much for the discussion and. Uh, again, like, just, to, just to end this on a on a lighter note, uh, uh, when uh, when we were getting trained for our Ghastha Ashram, actually uh, uh, our mentor told us that uh, for a successful Ghastha Ashram, there are th- three T's which are very important, both for husband and wife. And these yes. three T's are uh, the first T is tolerance, so the second T is tolerance. And the thirty is tolerance. So, <laughs> if you have tolerance, you will have a great Gasta life. <laughs> so, very nice. So remember this: three tolerances, you know. Yeah. And I want to share one more thing, Prabhuji. I heard one lecture yes. from uh, uh, Radhisham Prabhu. So he said that how to give priority to chant uh, to uh, devotional service. And like we said, uh, chanting is the the top priority. In the morning, you get up, do you a little bit puja put tilak and all that on and then you know sit with the beads and not get distracted by doing other things. So he says if there's a pot and if you put sand in it first, you know sand are small particles and then right. when you put big rocks. So you know the big rocks will not be able to but when you put the big rocks first, means first you do the right. important task, then you put the sand, the sand will fit in. Right. You fit in here and there. Main thing is you did a 16 round in the Brahmura time, you know. Yes. You, so you fix your big things early and then uh, other smaller things will get fixed on their own. Prabhuji, yeah. I, I, I shared this because I, I need prayers from Vaishnava, from <laughs> you. That I am able to chant, I happen all the rounds in uh, Brahmura time. So I shared this just to purify myself. I can say this, so when I'm saying this, I'm not doing it. But then I can get some, um, you know, mercy from devotees. So I can be on this track where for Prabhupada, you know, Mangal Arati and doing the rounds in the morning. And then, you know, you're all shielded. And then you can go out at 9 o'clock and do other things, you know. It's already 9 o'clock here. <laughs> we still have rounds to do. Yeah. Thank so, you, Mataji. Thank you, Prabhuji. Tolerate, tolerate, tolerate. I'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Prabhuji and Mataji.